0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever,
1: or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. we
1: coming to 8th time. Let
0: get the work here, man. Let go. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Tuesday to all of you. Nice to be with you. Appreciate you getting up with us. We are with you until 10 a.m. this morning. Whatever. <laughs> no, we're gonna be here till 10. By God, <laughs> no,
1: it's a wildcat strike. We're, we're, we're know what just- it's called? I don't know. I'm walking out. <laughs> Cuz I can't find my earphones. <laughs>
0: Throw my hard hat down. Uh okay, you we, okay, if we're going to go all union, we are with you till 9.53.30 30 this morning. Yeah, we're very that. excited about that. I'll yes, that's a man. <laughs> yes, stick it to the man. Um good to be with you. Uh uh we are with you. Ross Tucker will join us at 7:23 today on the show, so we're looking forward to that. Um, the uh, the Texans head coaching search. I've had a chance to kind of sit back a little bit now, Seth. At 7 o'clock today, I'm going to go through the approval ratings. I did the annual. It's become an annual tradition with the Texans. Yes. For the third year in a row. Yeah. Um, we uh, we will go through the, uh, the Twitter approval ratings. Boy, the thing I was most encouraged by was the number of votes I was getting on these there's compared what, to a normal Pender poll.
1: There's way more engagement from people and interest in this. People are so resilient. We don't give people credit enough for being resilient. I think That's a lot true. of times when uh when people say that's it I'm done with this team forever I'm never going to see them again and we need to we need to remember like okay this is kind of like a it's a, your relationship with your team your sports team is typically a lot like a dysfunctional relationship it is. and it is <laughs> like they rarely no matter who you are in any city or anything, they rarely actually give you what you want yes. but they tease you <laughs> over and I've over and in many of those it's exactly yeah. the same yes. they come home on time once a month and <laughs> like, and like, and that one time, you're like, "Oh, you didn't come home drunk today, right? Gosh, you know, and you came home on time, and you, uh, and you, is, you, you is, picked the kids up when you said you this, would. This is gonna be all right. This is what it was like in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Remember
0: the good old days? We just get back
1: to that. Yeah. Now we don't need a therapist.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so I, you know, just a chance to kind of sit back and reflect on where they are right now. It it does appear. As though there is a line being drawn in this coaching search. If I had to do this thing in tears, I would say there are four. There are four candidates that I think the minimum response would be. All right, I'm okay with this. This is fine. Uh, And I think Shane Steichen, Jonathan Gannon, Sean Payton, and D'Amico Ryan's all are above that line. Payton's out for me. Yeah, I I think I think Steichen and Gannon are the ones that are just above that line. I think Payton. What I've learned in interacting via Twitter poll with a lot of fans. We'll give you the results thus far at 7 o'clock today. Um, Peyton is more polarizing than I think maybe he's being given credit for across the
1: sports radio verse. He's he's off-putting. He's putting me off. Consider Seth off. Yeah, uh, I have been off. Switch to off. Yes, uh, he's very off-putting. When I watch him on Fox with his Brandon Cooks expression, uh, I just I, I don't need this dude. I don't need this dude leaking stuff to Colin Coward and his his arrogant attitude. His paying players to injure the opponent is your way of motivating them somehow. Like all this stuff, I don't need it. Yes. I don't need Sean Payton. I'd like I want a young scrappy up-and-comer. Mm -hmm. Can I
0: interest you in a scrapper by the name of D'Amico Ryans? Yes. Because he is the favorite far and away right now.
1: Uh, D'Amico Ryans is my favorite as well, as many of you know. The biggest objection to which is that he's a defensive-minded coach. Uh, Many people would point out, hey, the people remaining in the playoffs are all offensive-minded coaches. Yes, 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 yes. We all understand that. Um, I would say this. Just this morning, I went back through the Super Bowls from this century. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is interesting, so I don't include the 2000 Super Bowl. Okay. Starting with the Brady, starting with Brady
0: in 2001.
1: Uh, If you go by various rules of which coaches not to hire, and I just went with, I said, uh, you know, at various times people, in various uh, hiring cycles, it's all of a sudden become common knowledge. You don't go with a retread. My God, don't go with a retread. Or, especially like right now, oh, you can't go with a defensive coach. You can't go with a defensive coach. By that logic, 17 of the last 22 Super Bowls have not actually been won. That's a
0: great number. Yeah. Okay.
1: Which uh, I included special teams coach because they're not offensive coordinators. Which would be John Harbaugh. And Bill Cowher. And Bill Cowher. Who's a defensive coordinator and a special teams coach. So, yeah, I mean, 17 of the last 22 Super Bowls have not actually been won. (laughs) <laughs> because the, because you would never hire a you would never hire a non offensive minded coach or yep. a retread to to coach your football. Team. That's phenomenal. Okay, if, if we had air raid quarterbacks to it, we're up to eighteen. Okay. Well, and no, and then Drew Brees, which is a spread offense at the time, you can't draft him. I would, I'd give him a little bit of a pass because he wasn't a first-rounder and he was traded for, so, uh, so let's just oh, say Oh, still,
0: a, it feeds your narrative, Various man. rules, yeah. yeah. If
1: you go by various rules, at least 19 of the last 22 Super Bowls have not actually been won.
0: That's great. You know what? And any time there's a rule like that that has to do with coaching over the last 20 years— Inevitably, what my first reaction is: okay, well, six of them are Belichick, but seventeen, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I mean, do you include Donny Dungey? Tom Coughlin, Retread, right, right, right. right, right. Yeah, I was just going through defensive coaches in my mind because that's the more that's the one that's relevant right now. Yeah, yeah. And and it well, there's substance behind it though too. Like, I'm not saying the trend is without merit. Sure, but whenever there is a heavy trend like that, you always have to remember: okay there's always a correction at some point. Because when there's a heavy trend, that means there's opportunity on the other side of that trend. Right, yeah. So not to say there's also a lot of hazard in thinking you're the genius that knows when to zag, but in hiring all these offensive-minded coaches, there's a 100% chance in my mind that certain defensive coaches have been neglected or guys that have better actual head coaching attributes have been neglected as the trend swings that way. So I don't think it should be a guiding it, it should be a tiebreaker between whoever the best head coaching candidate is. Just the best yeah. coaching chops, regardless
0: if, of side of the ball.
1: If you have two guys you feel really good about as leaders, then, okay, let's go with the offensive guy. But otherwise, I'm I'm going with the best head coach candidate. Are you
0: getting the same feeling I'm getting where, if it's not D'Amico Ryan's at this point, that there will be a level of disappointment?
1: I think there will be to a... To varying yeah, degrees, depending yeah. on who it ends up being. I think there there will be a level of disappointment. I think also, though, and, and I wonder, I you know, I don't know... Maybe I'm way overthinking this. There's a sentimentality that comes with hiring D'Amico Ryans that I think most of our listeners and most Texans fans are aware of. Like, they're aware that, hey, you can't hire a guy just because he was a a great player on your team or because, you know, whatever you know of him personally. But it is something that you know that, like, you have a more – you have a a better understanding of his character – and his personality and everything else than then you know of the other guys. And that's – that's it's hard to ignore that. It's just hard to ignore that. So I always look at – I look at the D'Amico connection to the team as a, a cherry on top and something that's like an extra benefit, but you can't – got to try real hard not to use it as part of your decision-making.
0: Yeah, it's your point, man. I, I Putting up those polls, you not only get people voting on them, but you get replies yeah. to them also. Yeah. And th- that's the, – the sense I get is – This is a coaching search they went into, I think, where the feeling was, all right, we really like these seven candidates. We know we're going to get somebody good. Now that D'Amico's interviewed, now that people can read into however they want him canceling two other ones, I I think it might be made a bigger deal of than it should be right now. I have no idea. The only thing about that is, because
1: I was with you, I thought maybe it was just too much projection. Just logistics. Except that. He he also is not allowed now to interview with those teams until next that. week, January
0: thirtieth. Yeah. This is the first time that the D'Amico, Steichen, and Jonathan Gannon are allowed to interview with teams. So
1: those guys either put it on hold or one of them has actually already been hired, Ooh. and they're just keeping it quiet. I smell a conspiracy? Go, yeah, I. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, I like the thought or the notion that maybe one of them, D'Amico. Or Steichen or Gannon has been has been hired already and agreed to terms, but they're just keeping it quiet because for for all, for all kinds of reasons, it's a, for the fan base that those guys work for now, for the distraction of the team, all yeah. of that.
0: We we don't know we don't know what the truth is right now. Only the people behind closed doors do. But if we want to feed that conspiracy theory, then the conspiracy theory would be he had to cancel those other interviews because the Texans one went long. We don't know if it did go long or not, yeah. but it went long. It was definitely into the you know it, it was a. Late, you know, it was an evening interview.
1: I heard that it was via Zoom. It was via Zoom. But the actual thing was that um, Cal and Hannah were on a jet the entire time, and it it kept going and going. And, you know, they've got these fancy satellite modems and everything. Um, And that at the very end, when D'Amico felt really good about it, there was a knock at the door. And there they were. Maybe it was Cal with a
0: gigantic cardboard check for seven million. million. No, no, no. <laughs> it
1: was Cal from um that that movie where he had just a bunch of placards with uh, messages on them, and he kept it because because uh, Kyle Shanahan was in the kitchen. We want you. Yeah. Uh, what movie is that from? I've seen it. I don't know. I've seen it satired a million. times. I have too. Texting seven one three five seven two four six. Ben
0: shaking his head. He's our movie consultant. He doesn't know. I, I've Originally, it. I have no clue. Okay. Yeah,
1: I, I have it. no. I've seen it like parodied over and over yeah. again. I have no idea what it's from. Yeah, the conspiracy.
0: Interview goes long. Have to cancel the other two, and he's already the candidate. We know enough about. Like honestly, if we're being if we're being honest, yeah. they know enough about Domenico Ryan's is to know whether or not to offer him the
1: job. Well, I guess the, the big X factor would be Casario. You know, Casario's yes. got to get to know uh, the Tomiko Ryan's, right? And if I'm Casario, if I put myself in Casario's shoes, I think there's a little bit of skepticism about like oh, the hometown kid. Like, okay, great. Yeah, you guys all think he's great. All right, whatever. He should, he should yeah. think that way. Right, right, and right. And have to right. be convinced. And then also, but the one thing, as far as the sentimentality goes, this is the one extra check in D'Amico's favor is, this organization needs to feel as comfortable as possible being very patient with this coaching hire, yeah. and um, I feel <laughs> yes. like D'Amico, being D'Amico, buys him an extra year of a fan base being patient and waiting to waiting for things to turn. Yep, and uh, and that, that's important for any coach, but it's it's not a leniency that's right there right now for a lot of fans.
0: We've been saying on this show that the Texans opening is one of, if not the best, openings of these five openings for a variety of reasons. Mike Sando, The Athletic. Anonymous executives. He talked to them. Do they agree with Payne and Pendergast? That is next. You could spend the weekend doing the same
1: old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's
0: joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue.